What's up, friends? We're back here for episode two of the Academy, a D&D 5th edition and D20 Modern Actual Play Podcast. I am your host and Game Master, Riku, here for another round of shenanigans with my players. Speaking of the players, let's get right into those introductions into reminding you who they are, how you can find them on social media, and who they're playing. Hello, everyone. This is your this is Echo from your other D and D Vatrad productions, such as Hecna, Knights of Pain Town, and Worldwide Wrestling. Please enjoy our fancy title names like Electrical Bazookaloo and the slightly erotic Santa Claus. Please enjoy those title names. And I only and I don't use social media because I don't know why. Goodbye. Talk to everyone else. It, it was actually funny. Like I sent the name of just the podcast to a friend of mine so he could look him up. It was like I and he was saying like I am laughing at how long these names are. I'm like that's the way to find them. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Mikey, your founder of the D and D Vibe Tribe Productions. Basically, you can find me on my personal social medias at Pop Culture Geek. You can also follow collectively us at the D&D Vibe Tribe Productions, where make sure to give us a follow to stay up to date on all the 10 podcasts we got going on. So there is a lot to um, be had. But of course, for tonight, I will be playing Ramon Oseguera, your human path of the totem barbarian. It's going to be a good time. Awesome. I, I made it. I just got back from teaching people how to play magic because that's the thing. Hi, I'm MiniMaster218. You guys can catch me on all the socials. The same thing, MiniMaster218. I'm in this game I'm playing uh, Mr. Rashmi. You're always half drunk, rude uh, warlock. And then I'm also, you can catch me on Friday Night Fights as the reigning and defending IEW Tag Team Champions. I got to make sure I say it like that every time to keep that consistency going, baby. You already know what it is. Hell yeah. If you haven't caught up on Friday Night Fights, we just had our first our first Fireside episode. Check it out. We go over the season. It's been a fun one. Even if you don't like wrestling, check it out. Hey, it's other Chris uh, Sutfin or Cosmos Prefect on uh, social medias. Still playing uh, Edgar Wallace, who hopes to be able to throw snowballs more accurately or maybe just poke people with a stick. Who knows? But uh, yeah, let's do this thing. Saludos programas, and hello, I am Adolfo, the Nerdy Puerto Rican. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at the Nerdy Puerto Rican. You can also find me here at the D&D Vibe Tribe on Friday Night Fights. I play the reigning IAW, the Macho Mage. Uh, I also play in the Fur Sato game. I play a um, little samurai by the name of Shodai. Outside of the D&D Vibe Tribe, uh, you will actually be able to see me in real life at the New Jersey Ren Fair, which is the last weekend of May, uh, first weekend in June. And also, I will be performing at the Tennessee Pirate Festival in Harriman, Tennessee. Oh, and I also do have a little cast called the Nerdy Puerto Ricast. You can also find it here on the D&D Vibe Tribe Productions or anywhere that podcasts are available. Und diese Nacht, ja, I will be playing Dagny Hutterkrypta of... Hootacrypta Fuel Company, yeah. 
But hello, everybody. Thank you for joining. I'm Josh, uh, also known as MG Preacher. You can follow me on TikTok at MG Preacher. And you can follow me on Instagram at MG Preacher Mark II. I, as well as Echo, are in many productions here on the D&D Vibe Tribe. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely been a wild ride. A lot of characters going on in my head. Lots of voices going on in my head. But uh, for tonight, I will pl be playing... Thorgmir Zeinhorn, a dwarf, a half-dwarven elf. And my class is ranger, of course, because rangers are awesome. But uh, I'm not going to take up any more of your time, because mainly because I forgot what I was going to say. Go on ahead. Hello, everyone. It's your boy, Roll Sixes, or Dylan. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Roll Sixes. I'm also on uh, Twitch, at Roll Sixes. Look forward to playing my favorite fighter, Wyatt Luckbringer II. You may remember him from such situations as him shooting three bad guys in the face last time. He's so excited to be here and almost as excited as I am. So let's get this party started. Wonderful. That's our cast of characters. So before we begin, why don't we give a quick synopsis of what happened last time? Last time here in the Academy, we met all of our attendees to the Midwest Invitational. They all got to meet some interesting people while they were, whether they were working or just attending or whatnot. And as the opening ceremonies began for the Invitational, they found us themselves trapped and dragged into a battle with these mysterious husk-looking creatures. And after a good fight, no casualties except for the husks, they were able to defeat them all. And at the end of it, our Chancellor, Melinda Harkness, who was the keynote speaker and the Chancellor of Hamden U, came out on stage applauding them. And that's where we're going to pick up our story to why. <laughs> so, if y'all ready to begin? All right. Yes, sir. Yeah, let's get into this. If you recall, you are all still on the, the stadium floor, looking up at the stage where Melinda just walked out to applaud you. And essentially was essentially said, I'm sure you're wondering why you're all here. Yes. As Melinda comes out to applaud the group, I too mm -hmm. will be applauding the group with Melinda from the stands and just being like, Alex holding his forehead <laughs> as he does that. He's like, idiot. You see Melinda crack a smile <laughs> from that. Let me be here to explain. And as she begins to talk to you, you also see flanking, who also come and walk out, flanking either side of her is a taller man who has grayish skin, who is like punk gothy type dress. Dylan, you recognize him immediately as Callum. Dead man. You also see a more metal figure come out. Again, very much looking the Iron Giant. 
steel man smaller version of him and thorgmir you recognize this as xc so we got dead man and a steel man so uh harkness explain goes ahead and explains so i'm sure that was scary and oh by the way decon thank you so much for the backup on all of this and helping bring out those strange creatures and you hear Decant shout from the balcony, Yeah, no biggie. Hope I'm getting paid overtime for this. So Am I like the kind of shit? You hear him from up up, so you can't really see where he is coming from. So Harkness is goes on to explain. Just so you know, I know that what may have been scary, but none of you were in any real harm. You see. My scouts, including those two, these two lovely gentlemen beside me, have been out searching for potential additions to our organization. And throughout their travels, they found you. But of course, I only know from their words and their experiences watching you, so... I need to see your skills for myself. So I do apologize for having it to do this way, but I wasn't sure if you would have joined if I just flat out asked you. Uh, Alex, no thank you. I beg your pardon? I said no thank you. Hang on there, my friend. Why don't we at least hear her out first before we make that decision? Are we being paid? Certainly. I'm in. In fact, where our headquarters are, you will be given a free room and board, uh, meals, whenever you're pleased when you're home and not away on missions. Is there a bar? Uh, There are bars nearby, and you will be allowed to go off of our campus. I'm in. Yes. Now... When you say campus, are you referring to a school, a college? What exactly are we talking about? I would be taking you all to Camden U. It would be a side of Camden U, or Hamden U, sorry, that you haven't seen before. Am I allowed to drink on campus? Yes, you can drink on campus. Perfect. Riku, so since they're giving uh, Wyatt all this time, like, why... Doesn't he doesn't stop listening, but he like literally starts reloading his guns like right there, like very clearly not like he he's not being disrespectful like outwardly, but mm-hmm. you can tell that as soon as he's done reloading his guns, when he does look up, he is checking to see if there's anything protecting her from him currently since i'm assuming that she's within my within my range of my pistols from where i am she can't be more than what three four hundred feet away from me no you like y- y'all are i'm assuming at at the very least uh some if not all of you have walked up closer to the stage so yeah you would be in you would definitely be in range 
Okay, I'm, I'm not saying I'm threatening her. I just want to know from a perception standpoint, just so we're clear, Wyatt definitely is not walked up there. Like I mm-hmm. literally, as soon as the as soon as we were out of combat, I started reloading my guns, picked up my flashlight that I had dropped at the start of the combat when everything went mm-hmm. dark. The only person that I seem to have paid absolutely any attention to outside of the bad guys in that mm-hmm. whole fight was that barbarian uh, looking fella who magically pulled small weapons that became big. And I'm definitely keeping my eye on him as I reload. All right. Okay. I, it doesn't, she does see you doing this, this, but it doesn't really phase her too much. She's, yeah, she's just unfazed by seeing this herself. So she goes on to explain what her work does. So this organization that I'm a part of, that I run, I should say, we call ourselves the Academy. We are a bit more underground-ish, but we are still licensed and organized by the world's governments. But we operate in secret as not to draw attention to ourselves. So that's probably why you may have heard rumors, maybe, about random people showing up to take care of situations. But honestly, I do seem to recall some personnel in my area of operations on one of my patrols. I didn't see them per se, but I knew somebody was in the area. Are you saying that could have possibly been one of your groups? Could have been. It it definitely could have been. It could have just also been your run-of-the-mill hooligans oh, around the world, me. as we know. Believe me, if it was just run-of-the-mill hooligans, I would have seen them. Liz, Liz probably knows more about this situation than I do, because I am no history professor. But can you roll? Can you actually roll history for me? <laughs> I will definitely roll history for. for Am I rolling a history for him or whomever you want, whoever you want to figure out I'm more roll. if they've ever heard. And I'll actually give it to um anyone who is proficient in history, you're also willing you're also able to roll history for this. That's a 19 for Liz. Okay. And I'm going to I'm going to roll again to see Alex 6. <laughs> What did you get, Chris? 20. 20? 20? Or 30, 20? 14, and then I got a plus six bonus. Okay. Yeah, I got I yeah, I got a six yeah. for Alex. <laughs> so Alex has no freaking clue. Liz got 19. He's, Liz 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 has heard the rumors, definitely, about this kind of organization. Surprisingly, Sutfin a little bit more. <laughs> Just because you're you hit that 20. You didn't, you don't really, you've heard of the Academy. You don't know too much details that of them, of a secret ops organization. You don't recall where they're located. You don't really recall exactly what they do, but you do know that they are some kind of covert operations around, a lot of it around major magical happenings. So things like big surges in magic, mishaps, things like that, they go into they normally go in to investigate. 
Yeah, because I knew from seeing all the advertisements for this and getting up here, I didn't realize that it was a participatory. I was just coming to, you know, look around at some tables and shops to take stuff back home. But, hey, I, if we can drink on campus and if we get a badge or something, I'm in. Yes, yes. Uh, you'll get a you'll get a badge for sure. That's a, always a fun little perk. Well, I you think- sticker sticker patch. Yes, and as for the messages that you saw, the advertisements, I am, I'm going to blame our cohort, Patrick, on that. Let me tell you how magnificent Magic Message as a spell is, and how they can just make any newscaster or any news ticker say whatever we want for somebody. They are nice. I, I love the modern spells, let me tell you. Some of them just fuck with people. <laughs> And this is why I can't trust you people. This is why I said no. I need a way to convince you here. I mean, what else you got to do? Come on. Free room and board, free food. We get to drink on campus. We get a hat. We get a t-shirt out of it. We get this. Is there a swag bag involved? This is just my guessing, not remote. (laughs) You also get, how about discounts to our on-campus spell? So you guys are not on campus stores, I should say, too. I get like a colored wrap to put on my staff to carry around. So so wait, you guys are not suspicious of any of this. Oh, no, I'm still suspicious. But if we're going, it's better to get firsthand information and then make a decision that way. And I'm not going back home empty handed. That is also (laughs) true. Wonderful. You don't want to be here. Now, Leonidas here would also be. Coming with us, yes? For sure. We ha- we'll, we will have accommodations to allow not only Leonidas to uh, come onto campus, but also to live comfortably on campus. So you won't have to worry about that at all. Good, as well as your, yes, as well as the gnome's weasel, is that? Right, yeah. Before I say yar nine, I, I will have to ask mama and papa because they've I I am here on business, yeah. If I do not return with said business, Mama and Papa will not be happy, no. Did you just say Weisel? Yeah, it's, it's Weisel. And the little weasel on uh, Dagny's shoulder sits up and just and does like a little wave. To oh, him. I'm not drunk enough for this. <laughs> yes, you can feel free to contact your relatives to let them know that if you do accept to not be able that you wouldn't be coming home right away. But we will make sure to give plenty of time to visit them throughout your time at the academy. And to you, am I speaking to Liz or Alex right now? Alex, thank you. I believe you've you got to see Ava earlier today. Yes. Now, if you come with us, you'll get to work with her, too. She's actually a part of our organization, and she's don't, been... Don't you dare try to bring her out in this current moment. Don't you try. I know what I, you're trying. <laughs> she's not going to come out here. She's actually... She and some of my other compatriots are on their way back to Camden U. No, I know what you're doing. You're trying to, you're trying to bring her out, out of my head, so she can say yes. If I understand the that the way we did this wasn't orthodox or nice. But trust me, you were under no harm whatsoever here. So Wyatt speaks up 
and he looks down at his shirt that he's got this pin security uh, tag on, and he look like he literally pulls the shirt off of him and tosses it down on the ground. He's listen, you saw what I could do out there. We've got some stipulations. One, I get paid in full for this contract that I was promised here. I'm a bounty hunter. I get paid on contracts, period, end of discussion. Two, if I'm going to sign another contract, you're going to have a contract for me to look at so that I can look at it and sign it. Three, you're going to buy me another nice shirt because that asshole, and he points at the guy with uh, standing next to her, made me put that on my nice shirt. Callum speaks up at that and goes, listen, I was told to do what you do. I was told to tell you that and give you the badge. Trust me. I would have been much better not giving it to you and just wearing whatever the heck you wanted, but we needed to keep this stick up. All right. Sam, <laughs> that guy's needy and can count. Damn, shit. So why like holsters, both of his guns. He's like, I'm open to taking on contracts. Like I said, but I'm not taking a second contract with somebody who doesn't pay f- off their first ones. I don't think it's an actual contract. I think it's more a job offering than a contract you can accept and you do it and then that's it. But this is like constant work. Still contracting him to our organization. And yes, we would offer that kind of contract for all of you to sign so that you are understand so that you will get the benefits from us that I am promising. And Yes, Wyatt, you will be getting paid for this work as well. The money will be deposited into your account within the next two business days. I don't have to dye my hair, right? No frosted tips or nothing? Oh, you're allowed to do whatever you want with your hair. We don't also, care. I have to. Okay, cool. I thought this might have been a glorified boy band. I wasn't sure. As long as I'm going to get myself some frosted tips, I'm all right. God, he's back. All right. No, fuck that. Oh my gosh. If y'all want to start a band, go for it. Campus needs to be more lively sometime. I'm not in for that one. There's not enough alcohol in the world for that. I'm going to roll to see if Liz finally gets control now. (laughs) Riku, even or odds? Let's go odds. Because I'm odd. And y'all are odd. (laughs) Liz is back, evens. We, Alex, the non-fun guy stays. As we cut to transformation times, because changelings. How does transformation look? Because you really haven't explained that. Does it look like a full Sailor Moon transformation? Please tell me it's a Sailor Moon transformation. (laughs) It takes takes ten whole minutes, and there's just like magic, like cheesy, like '90s music playing. Uh, Oh no, it's like a Power Ranger. It's like it's like the full effects and everything. The explosion behind him. Changeling power. I was actually going to say, like, a Sailor Moon transformation, where it's just... Because, like, I know some of them have a whole cocoon, and then the other person, like, the costume appears. That's how it works. It's just... It's... For them, it's a, it takes a couple of seconds, but for everyone else, it's, like, instantaneous. Fair, fair. Another thing that we need to get an animator on to animate this transformation. <laughs> yeah, we got to change the long-haired Alex, who's just grumpy all the time, just kicking everything. Yeah, there's so many ways to go about it. It's Sailor Moon. You could do a Digimon transformation. <laughs> Digimon, dude. Melinda sees this transformation happen. I was like, oh, it's nice to meet you too, Liz. It's a pleasure to meet you actually in person as well. 
I've heard a lot about you and the work that you've done. I understand that we're not contracting you all to be school staff or anything, but you're more than welcome to give a lecture or two on campus if you wish to. What the fuck just happened? Why are you a different person? Oh, yeah, yeah, now let people see Am I seeing though? I didn't drink Uh, that much. What's uh, going on? uh, Let me play the simplest terms. Magic. (laughs) Mixed with with two different personalities, you could say. He pulls another whiskey flask and just starts chugging it. Fuck. And you're the free game. I'm description Leonidas behind the ears because he loves that. So, Melinda goes, so, would you all like to join me on this endeavor? We will have the contracts on your private jet to Camden University. I I do have a question. You did say that we will be getting paid for this, yes? Yes, you will be getting paid for this, including anything that you find along the way. So if, say, we take you on an adventure, we send you off on a mission, and say there were some art... Sure, artifacts or anything that potentially any enemies may be holding, you can feel free to take them for yourself if you wish. What my biggest question was is, do we get like a weekly or a bi-weekly paycheck, or is it just like, uh, theoretically, one lump sum at the beginning or the end of the year? Because (laughs) I personally have a mother I need to take care of, so... I need to know what kind of salary I'll be getting. Completely understandable. You'll be receiving... Doing math on my hand. You'll be receiving $1,000 a week. Okay, that's uh, that's more than I make as a game warden. Excuse me, say that again? $1,000 a week. Which, by the way, in your, in like, D&D terms, that's 10 gold. I'm about to get fucked up. $1,000 $1,000 can buy a lot of whiskey, mate. Dagny's ears perk up, and he no. kind of, his head slowly turns to the stage, and he, he goes, Einherin, uh, did you say we are able to take anything from our adventures, endeavors? Within reason, most likely? Reason, and obviously anything we request for you to bring back, we expect you to give to us. But any sort of money or valuables that uh, you know notice any enemies can find, you can feel free to have. Consider that a bonus. So Dagny brings his hand in, in a finger too, and he starts tapping his bottom of his. I, I see. I am not worried about the money. No, I. I there's other things of interest that that I am. Looking for- well, we can talk about this at a later date, my Heron. It's, it's fine. I just need, as I said, I just need to speak to Mama and Papa, and we will, we will give you an answer. Feel free. And I'm going. And I'm going to have to give my notice that I will not be returning for a professor this year for a while. Oh, I can. I can send that for you if you wish. I am a dear friend of your collegiate chancellors. So I'll make sure that everything is settled just fine. Thank you so much. All right. 
so Dagny, I'm gonna. This is gonna be your opportunity to contact your parents to let them know if you want to narrate how that conversation goes. I will be more than happy to hear. So insert just a lot of loud German, theatrically stereotypical speaking going on. It's good, yeah. You know, and then just, just a lot of angry. That's not actually angry. <laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. which to which he he hangs up the phone. He says, "Mama, Papa, uh, they said I can go." Yeah. Wonderful. M- myself and Callum have a little bit of cleanup to do here. As she, as the lights, you could see that there's still some dust and from the enemies you were fighting, but you. Do realize as you look around that any of like the decorative stuff, any of the signage and everything is just magically gone. Almost like everything that everything and everyone you saw was a complete illusion. However, XC here will go ahead and escort you to the plane as he walks down off the stage and he goes and he just goes, if you'd follow me. And leads you all to... He, like As we get to the door to leave, I run back in. I come back out. I forgot my chip. I'm going to hang out with this guy because I'm going to need a drink for this flight, I think. So. <laughs> it was like five whiskey flasks. There we and go. For, and for everyone who was working like security and whatnot, your equipment and stuff will be delivered to the destination that we go. So do not worry about leaving anything behind. Anything else anyone else want to say before we move on to the plane? As we're... We head off to the flight. While Dagny was calling Mama and Papa, I was also stepping away and calling my mother back home and letting her know that in our joint bank account, I'll be depositing so much from this this security contract. So while I'm gone, she'll still have plenty to, to live on. Look at all you cool people with parents. What is this? God, it's not funny. In one of my other uh, one of my other Discord chats, someone posted that exact same thing too. I live, uh, I, I live alone, actually. So, <laughs> and I and I basically have no one. You have a house? Technically a cabin, but yes. Man, I got a one bedroom apartment above a restaurant, off like Second Street. Man, that restaurant is shit. When you live as long as I have, you make good money. <laughs> All right, XC goes ahead and escorts you to the airfield where you see this nice, big, I'd say almost Air Force One size personal plane for you all to get on. We got our own Boeing 767? Jesus. Yeah. I thought we were talking about jet. Holy shit. (laughs) And so you all head on and what you... when, as you get on, that there are plenty of couches, there are plenty of places to seat, that there are a couple on a few of the tables have little placards with your name on it, and each have a paper, which is the contract, as I explained, which includes what you'll be paid, what, you're, what benefits you're going to be receiving. Let me tell you, magical health benefits are really amazing. Ashley uh, doesn't even read it. He just signs it and goes trying to find a bar. <laughs> next to you, you also find, next to it, you also find a tablet with your name on it that is displayed on it. And that is your personal tablet. Consider this tablet you're also your notebook, but you are able to receive emails and text messages on it. So... We are playing this game, so this is metagame. As we're playing this game, 
expect a couple messages to come through your your notebooks from various characters and such. So that is something that will be happening. Liz is going to read every detail of this contract just to be I was going to say, Ramon, as the consummate businessman that he tries to be, he also is going to read to make sure everything's on the up and up and we're not going to get screwed over. And, and as well as I, I focus on the and the benefits pay grade, like you said, it like she said, it's a thousand dollars a week plus any bonuses you get from various adventures and missions. You are benefits also include free room and board, free meals when you are on campus, discounts at the campus stores for supplies. There it it does mention a secret store that the students that are on campus don't know about. So like um, full coverage. Yes. Hey, and I bet that secret store so we can find the good shit. Yeah, that's where you'll find your weapons, armor, and potions so and off, like that. I thought it was going to be like alcohol and nudie bags, <laughs> but you know what? Weapon works too. So basically there's nothing in this contract that would screw us over. Is there a digital copy? Yeah, you can find a digital copy on your tablet as well. I am going to say, go ahead and roll insight into the contract, if you like. Okay. Uh, yes, Agni. <laughs> Two questions. Number one, can we all roll insight if we're yes. reading the contract? Okay. Yes, if and you're reading the contract, go ahead and roll insight. Question number two, is the mistress on the plane with us? She is not. XC is on the plane, and then there are a few other robots that are serving as, like, flight attendants, servers, etc. on the plane. Hey. 23. With a 23, you see absolutely nothing that will that is of concerning for you. The only thing that might pop out is the fact that some that it does mention that some of these missions may be dangerous, and you will be encountering many creatures on this battle, on this adventure. However, the academy will be doing all in its power to keep you protected and safe. But it's no different. It's no different than like a security or a police contract where there is some kind of risk. But that's all you really find. Other than that, there, it, there's nothing that says you're going to get screwed over. There's nothing that says any extra work other than what you're contracted in or anything like that. Liz, where is lights her names down and writes Alex's name down just because he, just because she can and he and, this, and she knows that. He's got to try to pull something like, my name isn't on there. I don't have to do this. And she's going to grab the tablet and just walk away. All right. Uh, So you have a little bit of time on this flight. And I can give this time for y'all to actually interact with each other and get to know each other as well. Since seven of you are on has been put on this plane together. I want to cast uh, data read on the tablet, just because I want to say that again. I'm sorry. I said I want to cast data read on the tablet. Data read. All right. One of, one of, the, one of the interesting spells that I thought I would might nice. come. Yeah. So, so Riku, when this person starts casting a spell, Wyatt jumps up out of his seat. Doesn't he doesn't pull any weapons, but looks on guard, like is like watching, like what he's doing. Until he realizes that it's that he's not casting a spell, like negatively impacting anybody else on the plane. Yeah, it's it's okay. I'm just I'm, it's, it's, I can just read it better this way. 
I get to experience the data. Yeah, essentially, for those of you who don't know, data read is essentially he's taking all the data information information in the tablet and putting it all into like his mind. <laughs> but as as Rashmi and Wyatt have that little jump moment, XC is walking through with with a plate of glasses and subtly jumps himself from everyone else jumping and just spills water everywhere. And you just see him just go. Oh, and turns uh, back around to go back to the kitchen. Uh, uh, before he goes, I will cast. What's the spell called? Uh, uh, oh, wait, I don't have that. Oof, I forgot. I only have two cantrips. Ramon, after signing and getting his iPad and just looking through it, he puts it to the side for a little bit. And from his pocket, he just takes a little needle and thread and just starts like. <laughs> knitting a small version of the bears that he sells in like a keychain version just to pass the time. Aww. <laughs> As you push the paper part of the contract aside, you see it just roll up automatically and move upwards and start making its and it just floats its way into the cabin area. At least it didn't burn up in flames like the last contract I signed. <laughs> uh, so... I'm going to ask before I get too drunk to forget. What's everybody's names? Uh, start with the one that's two people, because I need to think harder on that one. Sorry, I was writing on the in the notebook. The person who's currently in control, I am Liz. The other one is named Alex. Don't worry about him, he hates everything. To be fair, mm. he, he thinks that some people are controlled by lizard men. He sounds more paranoid than the guy with the guns. That guy likes the count. I don't know if I want... I might call him the count from now on. Weirdly, he actually likes that one. You can call me whatever you want, drunk. You know what? That's nice. That's one of the nicer things people call me. Take that as a compliment, sir. That sounds like we're going to be understanding each other real well. I kill things and you drink. That's what, what happened on the battlefield, right? I saw you kill one thing. I killed three things. Hey. Or, was it, or was it four? I can't remember. I'm not very good at counting. Oh, five. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was five. It was only five. So the one you were... thing you're supposed to be good at, you can't do. What is this? You can't count. Come on. Now my whole thing's messed up. Son of a so, bitch. what is your actual name, by the way? You can call me Wyatt. It's a pleasure to meet you, Wyatt. The pleasure's all mine, ma'am. I. Thank you. I was talking to the drunkard, actually. But it's uh, good to. But still, good to learn your name. You can call me Rashmi. It's a pleasure to meet you, Rashmi. Big one with the knit needles. Uh, Ramon just looks up and is like, kind of adjusting his glasses. Oh, name's Ramon. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Kind of just quietly nods his head. What about you, sir? The name's Edgar. Edgar, you call me Egg. It's what my grandmother called me, so, you know. Pleasure. I don't like Egg, so I probably won't call you that. Well, okay. It's just a nickname. Some of them stick, some of them don't. It's more of a family thing, but Edgar's fine. Another person with the love of this is bullshit. Oh, I'm no, she, uh, they're, they're, they're long gone. I'm by myself, so. I don't, I don't have a family. It's just me and the cats. That's even more depressing than me, and I drink. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's a right, uh, short guy that's creepy as shit. What was your name? So this whole time, 
Dagny has been standing in the corner with his hands behind his back and uh, his feet are like at 45 degree angles. And he's had that creepy smile the whole time. And he's had his glasses are actually round glasses. And they, when you look straight on, you can see his eyes, but like they, they, at angles, they, 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 you can't really see his eyes. And then when he goes in the sunlight, it, they do that whole color tint change thing. Now the weasel is totally like if there's snacks, the weasel's like grabbing snacks. The weasel's like the the spilled drinks. The weasel's totally like drinking the drinks and scooting all around. Uh, Dagny turns to his head, just ever so slightly, just kind of like over to Ashby. He's like, "Und I am Dagny who crept the funeral home. Yeah, guten Tag. And this is Weisel Weisel Sechelo." And the the weasel like its its head is like stuck in one of the one of the, the, the cups that's on the ground, and you just see this paw just poke out and be like, and you hear? We got Mr. I like to, I, I like to count, but can't count wide over there. And who we got left? I believe the only ones left is uh, me and uh, Leonidas here, but my name is Thordmere. I noticed, Thordmere, that uh, I recognized your accent. You, you seem, you must be close to my neck of the woods somewhere. Yes, I'm from the northeastern portion of Kentucky, actually. No, so you're just a couple of ridges over from my old stomping ground. So, yeah, I think we, we, we can swap stories about haints and all the other mysteries and, that we're going to figure out while we're on this adventure. Uh, I think we should probably get to know ourselves a little bit, I think. Are we working together or are we just like, you're as, or hired, go fuck off, I don't know. I don't know, is it? XC is wandering in and out as y'all are talking, and he pipes, and he hears this and just pipes up saying, Oh, you, Melinda's attention was for the seven of you to be a team. That was the other thing about that little challenge she gave you, was to see how well y'all work with, work as a group. And I will say it's a very interesting dynamic you'll have off the bat. I'm looking forward to seeing how it shapes out after you've gotten to know each other. And he's he walks out. He's it's weird. He's almost like a robo butler and talks that way. Is it like what is this a Marvin from the Guide of the Galaxy here, by the way? Is anybody what? I'm sorry, I can't quite hear over the roar of the engines. I asked if anyone was hurt. I am actually um, does does mentally hurt count? I can't heal those types of wounds. Oh, well, that sucks. So I was gonna say you might want to check on the crazy cat man. He might need some help. Okay, I'm going to cast healing word on preacher. What kind of healing does that do? Yep. So I rolled d4. Um, you heal for eight. I heal for eight. Yep. And that tops me off. Thank you. You're welcome. Perfectly. <laughs> Actually. So, literally. It's like, oh my yeah. god. Badly, I'm, I don't really fight. I'm a pacifist. So, as y'all are conversing and such, does, I'm just curious, who ends up looking out the windows and such, just to see, even if it's just the clouds or anything? Me. me. Same, Same here. 
Yeah. So everybody, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Even Leonidas, except for Dagny, he's in the corner nope. still. Dagny, well, Dagny's in the corner, but this whole time, he has, and while y'all are like looking all over the place, he has been eyeing everyone up and figuring out what size coffin they would go in, what type of coffin Sounds would be legit. best when they get buried, and what type of funeral arrangements would be necessary for them um this is totally i'm just letting you guys know this is not character this is player information he's also eyeing up body parts of y'all is necromancer yes that tracks you might have to reinforce that coffin because ramon's a big boy <laughs> so as as you're all chatting at one point one of the attendants said mentions that they'll be landing soon and to just strap back in and as you look out into out of the windows and to see the skyline you notice plenty of buildings you notice that this is it actually ramon looks a little bit more familiar to you being from the west coast mm -hmm. and above all of the skyline the seattle space tower as you begin to land in seattle washington oh shit this is a problem oh I'm banned from Washington. They got caught me harvesting organs from somebody I wasn't supposed to harvest organs from. Say what now? <laughs> Y'all didn't hear that. Oh, I'm a, I'm a doctor. Can I insight check that? Sorry. Okay. Dagny, Dagny's now standing in the corner going, <laughs> Oh, and when Just watching all this chance. When the attack came say we all needed to uh, buckle up, I also strap in Leonidas. So he's sitting on his butt on one of the sofas like a human, and he's got the, the seatbelt strapped over him. What was your insight, Mikey? 22. Oh, damn, just barely beat me. Yeah, there's, right. a, there's a hint of not truth in that statement. Hey, that's fine with me. Ramon uh, just, just nods and, like, telltale game. Ramon will remember that. Actually, let me quickly roll for XC, because this actually has, has relevance to what he's going to do next. He believes um, every word of you. He rolled a nat one. Uh, wow. I'll, I'll, I'll sit you a private message a little bit. What, I was okay. what, what portion of that was not true? No worries. <laughs> so landing happens pretty smoothly. A lot smoother than most flights, I'll tell you. Seattle is a big city. as Not much, again, it's one of the cities that haven't changed too much. Actually, it's the only city that doesn't seem to have changed at all. And it's odd, which is what makes Seattle so freaking odd in this time. You are all led off the plane. The university is actually not too far away, so you it's about a quick a shuttle ride there. Before you step off the plane, Rashmi, Xe stops you and just whispers to you, listen, I know what you've done here. We've done all we can to protect you. So please don't act up too much and bring attention to yourself. Or that could spell problems for you and us. And it's weird for as much as a metal robot war for its face, you can see a you could still see the sense of concern in his face. You got it, robot Alfred Pennyworth. He lets you go, and he just gives a big sigh and just goes, at least they're better than the last group, and continues to walk. The shuttle pulls up 
to what just came to you. As you walk up to the gate, you see the big sign that says Camden U Archway. In front in the sign, you actually see Ava and Layla. Ava, obviously the student that Liz knows. And Layla, who Rashmi met in the locker room, the elven monk. They're both standing there and they both give you a nice warm welcome of welcome to Camden U. Can you teleport? Well, God, you can teleport. You did it you did it in the locker room. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I teleported. Or you're just an idiot, which might be true. <laughs> and as you look into this large campus, very large, it's almost it's pristine. You're looking right out into the quad, large academic buildings. It looks like a picturesque university and just seeing it all. And as you're looking at that, we are going to take a quick break. So, Dang. why... So while the rest of my players go ahead and take a quick bio break, grab a snack, grab a drink, whatever they need, I'd like to thank everybody who's listening for for listening and checking us out. Next time, we will see what Camden U has to offer and see exactly what kind of missions they'll be sent on. So stay tuned next week for that episode. But until then, have a... Fantastic time, friends, and I will see you on the next one.